You're listening to episode number 50 of the Brain BS Podcast, How to Fill the Empty Cup Through Mind Management and the Principles of Universal Law. Welcome to the Brain BS Podcast, where you will learn how to recognize when the BS detector in your brain is sounding off and how to use that knowledge to get what you want out of life. Now here is your host, certified life coach from the Life Coach School and podcast newbie extraordinaire, Maureen Kafkas from MK Coach LLC. Hello and welcome back to the Brain BS Podcast. I am taping this on a Tuesday evening because it's due on Wednesday and I'm realizing with my Brain BS that I am not prioritizing my time as well as I should be and as effectively because I feel like I don't have enough time for everything and I know that that's like just a human illusion, a mental construct, this whole idea of time and not having enough of it. It just means that I'm either trying to do too much or I'm not doing what I should be doing and I'm not prioritizing correctly. So that's the first brain BS I'm going to talk about. And then the other is related to, well, it's not really brain BS, but it's like a little announcement. I am kind of giving my podcast a little bit of a makeover. So I hope you enjoy the lady at the beginning that introduces me as the podcast newbie extraordinaire because she's leaving and I'm taking her place and because I'm not really a newbie anymore. This is almost a year now. I'm in episode number 50 So it's almost a year, it's the holidays, so I decided that I'm going to take a little break from actually producing content in this right now, and I'm going to work on doing a little makeover and changing a few things and tweaking it, and it's going to come back better than ever in January. Don't worry though, every episode in here can help you through the holidays. I'm not kidding you, every episode. It's all about family dynamics, brain BS, blaming other people for shit when it's really our fault. Um, All the things that I talk about in here is going to be useful when you go home for the holidays. And episode number 46 is actually about emotionally preparing for the holidays. So if you didn't listen to that one yet, make sure you take time to do that. And um, yeah, that's it. So I'm going to, I'll be changing the art. I'll be changing the content some. I'm starting to learn more about human design and I'm learning about universal law and I want to incorporate that into my teaching and I really want to upgrade everything, which is really fun, but it's also like very messy and um, very discombobulated and I'm just going with it because apparently that's the way it's supposed to be because that's the way it is. I'm not going to let it stop me from doing it or keep me stuck. I'm going to keep moving forward and I'm going to get used to this feeling of kind of feeling a little bit incompetent and um, not totally prepared. I could like go to town on myself if I wasn't in my awareness right now, but I'm not going to because I love myself. On most days, I really do love myself, but I, I will admit that lately I've lost sight of that with trying to do this whole business thing and I can be pretty hard on myself. I tell you that because it's just a normal part of life and we're never going to arrive and have this all figured out and never do these things again. Every level that we try to, to go up to is going to bring these same issues and we're going to learn the same lessons over and over and over and over again. And that's okay. 
because that's what the human experience is all about and that's what we're here for. Let's get into the episode today, number 50. I can't believe it. It's kind of funny because I could have waited until episode 52 because then that would have been a year to do my makeover, but I decided that I was going to do the unexpected and do it sooner. So, okay, today, how to fill the empty cup through mind management and universal law. This week, I'm going to focus on three primary points in relation to how we tend to look at our lives from our subconscious mind and why this is not a good idea. So here they are. We're going to talk about the law of perpetual transmutation of energy, the law of cause and effect, and then we're going to talk about the application of the laws to help us fill up that half-empty cup. Okay, so let's begin with the law of perpetual transmutation. This is my first effort, by the way, at teaching universal laws. So I welcome any feedback that you have for me. Um, Any thoughts, any takeaways would be much appreciated. And um, I would also like, you know, you could be nice uh, (laughs) since I'm doing something new and I've never done it before. Um, But I mean, quite honestly, you really don't have to. I can deal with it. Okay, so we're going to learn about a couple universal laws today and how they relate to one another in terms of how we experience life on a daily basis. Before I get into details about these two laws in particular, I want to touch on where the laws come from. According to universal law expert David Nagel, they come from sacred religious texts from all around the world and science, physics to be precise. Now, I'm not going to lie, I almost flunked physics in college. In fact, I hated that class with a passion I didn't understand a word the professor was saying, but I was really good at looking like I cared and I showed up to study groups every weekend. So the teaching assistant gave me the gift of a C minus. I'm not kidding. I'm not making that story up. I had all A's prior to that class and I couldn't figure out that class if my life depended on it. Literally, it was like Spanish. If you remember from other episodes, I've like that too. <laughs> uh, but that wasn't in college. I was in high school and I was still immature. So, okay, where was I? Oh, maybe if Nagel had been teaching me, I would have gotten a better grade. Regardless, it's important to recognize that everything we need to know to continue moving forward in this universe is provided by these two sources, science and sacred religious text. So now that we understand where the laws come from, I want to begin by talking a little bit about the law of perpetual transmutation. This law dictates that all energy in the universe is constantly moving from non-form through form and back to non-form again. Energy is constantly moving through our subconscious ego or our conscious mind, our higher self, and that determines what goes on in the world around us. For example, if our brain BS is running the show with raising thoughts and a constant negative commentary, We're going to bring that information to our conscious mind and get results we do not desire. That could look like the boyfriend cheating on us or the other candidate getting that job we really wanted. If the higher self is in charge, that boyfriend's going to stick by you and it is a done deal. That job is yours. Unfortunately, the subconscious is always working while the conscious mind likes to take lots of vacations and breaks away from thinking. This is problematic because our subconscious is programmed into us from early on in life with thoughts that do not always serve us. Most of us spend our entire lives unaware that we're carrying around thoughts that were forced upon us by others and that they are producing a negative impact on our lives. We do not understand our own brain filters, patterns, and routines that skew our perception of the world. On the other hand, if we use our conscious mind to create an image of what we desire, 
We can push that into our subconscious and reprogram our mind to get what we want. As humans, we often forget that nothing outside of us is going to create the results we desire. Success is already inside us, and we begin to create it with the way we are thinking. The law of perpetual transmutation gives us the opportunity to create an amazing life just by living consciously and funneling energy in a way that works for us. What is living consciously? I'm glad you asked because that is my primary goal in life to teach you is being aware of how you are thinking, choosing your thoughts on purpose, and taking the actions to get the results you desire. Now, before I go into the next law, I want to briefly mention a subsidiary law of the law of perpetual transmutation, and that's called the reciprocating law of spirit. This law dictates that spirit will manifest whatever form it receives. This means spirit cannot change subconscious energy into conscious energy or vice versa. This is non-negotiable, so living consciously means everything. Let's talk about the law of cause and effect now. The law of cause and effect dictates that you cannot have a cause without an effect, and you cannot have an effect without a cause. When Nagel talks about this law, he points out our conscious mind is the greatest computer ever created in the universe. Why? Because choosing thoughts begins the process of changing the effect. This is why every single problem in the world is solvable because the solution is found in the way we are thinking. A good example of this process was Thomas Edison trying to invent the light bulb. When Edison was attempting to create electric lighting, it began with an an image in his mind that came from the universe. We know this because that kind of lighting did not exist at that time. Edison knew he wanted the effect of the light bulb being lit up, but he did not know. Whoops, sorry, that's a spam. He wanted the effect of the light bulb being lit up, but he did not know what cause would make that happen. Therefore, he had to go through a painstaking process of trial and error and filling forward until he figured it out. If Edison just kept thinking about it but did not test it, and apply what he was learning to the physical world, he would have never figured out the cause and would never have invented the light bulb. Cause and effect inspire inventions and creativity and keep everything moving forward. It's how we continue to grow and become more efficient or how we stop doing things because it's inefficient. There are two subsidiary laws connected to cause and effect. The first one is the law of psychological reciprocity, which dictates that everything you put out comes back, but not necessarily from where you might expect. It also means if something negative comes your way, step out of the way and let it keep going. If you keep putting good energy out there, it's going to find its way back to you. The second subsidiary law is the law of commitment, which means we commit whether we are conscious of it or not. Translated, this means we have to be aware of subconscious commitments that are sabotaging our efforts and the opposite of what we consciously want. And I'll explain this a little bit more as we go. So before we move on to how to apply all of this, I want to tie the law of perpetual transmutation and the law of cause and effect together in a simple way that can be easily understood. The law of perpetual transmutation means energy moves through our subconscious brain or our conscious brain And depending on which one it is, our external results and circumstances will either be negative or positive, respectively. Now, that's a pretty simplistic way of 
explaining it, but I think it conveys the idea I'm trying to give you. Understanding this law exists gives us the opportunity to create exactly what we desire and bring order to an otherwise chaotic universe. This is how we reclaim our personal power. Remember, every cause has an effect and every effect has a cause. Whatever we experience in our lives is the effect caused by our thoughts. This means we get to determine our human experience way more than any of us ever imagined possible if we learn to manage our minds. To be clear though, thoughts alone are not going to get us what we want. We also have to be willing to go through an oftentimes difficult process to test our ideas in the physical world until we find the specific cause linked to a particular effect. So this is where it gets kind of fun because we're going to talk about how to apply these universal laws. And I like to think of this as how do we fill up the half-empty cup? Because we have all these people that look at the world as half-empty and those half-full. And it's possible that even if you, by nature, feel like a half-empty kind of person, you can change. So I'm going to give you a personal example of how these universal laws can literally fill up your empty cup if you choose to live consciously. Given that we have a choice of what we want to manifest in our lives, why not choose order and what we desire over chaos and suffering? It might seem like a silly question, but this is what the majority of us are doing because we don't know any better. I was guilty of this myself until I became aware of how much I was causing my own suffering. For example, I did not get married until I was 40. Even though I desperately wanted to find that special man by the time I hit my 30s, it just wasn't happening. I consciously wanted to settle down and find somebody to love, but subconsciously I was terrified of it. An intimate relationship required a willingness to be vulnerable and the ability to trust myself, a man, in the process. Oh, hell no. I was not even close to that. Not to mention, I did not love myself at that time, so there's no way I was going to believe that somebody else would. Well, guess what? When life offers me disappointment, I reach for a big glass of wine and some fattening food. Yup, that hit of dopamine felt pretty good when I needed to escape my life and uncomfortable feelings. So there I was in my late 30s. All my friends were getting married and moving on to the next phase of their lives. I was lonely and depressed and numbing myself with food and beverage, and it wasn't working out too well for me. Aside from the fact that I was gaining weight, I was also pretty miserable and sick of being stuck in the same place for so long. Now let's talk about how the universal laws came into play here. The law of perpetual transmutation of energy was definitely channeling my subconscious where all my fears and doubts lived. I was not aware of living consciously then, so I was just operating in automatic mode and manifesting exactly what I did not want. I wasn't doing it on purpose, I just didn't know any better. As far as the law of cause and effect, there's another way to look at this when I look back on it now, but at the time, I did not see it clearly. I believed then that the cause of my unhappiness was that I was alone, and the effect was that I was eating and drinking more than I wanted, which led to being unhappy. Now when I look at it, I see that I was eating and drinking more than I wanted and unhappy, which was actually what was preventing me from meeting that somebody special that I wanted to meet. Are you wondering then how I finally ended up finding my husband? Well, this might not seem connected, but I decided to stop drinking for a year because my intuition was screaming at me 
that it was time to emotionally mature and grow up and stop numbing myself. So not only did I stop drinking, I did online dating stone cold sober before it was even remotely cool to do it. Let me tell you, I have some horror stories. I entertained the entire department at Northwestern Memorial Hospital with my dating stories. Suffice it to say, I had some pretty awful dates and experienced many uncomfortable feelings. However, they did not kill me, and I grew stronger and more resilient as a result. It ended up being a year of major personal growth for me that changed my life and my approach to dating. Because I put all that positive energy out there with my thoughts and actions, the universe rewarded me with my husband. It was shortly after that year of sobriety and experimentation that I met Bob playing beach volleyball and the rest is history. This speaks to the subsidiary law of psychological reciprocity where when we put something positive out there, we will get it back but not always in the same way we expect it. Cleaning up my thinking and learning to love myself also sent both a conscious and subconscious message to the universe that I was committed to everything a relationship entails. Hence, I was finally able to truly manifest what I desired. Now, this also speaks to the the law of perpetual transmutation of energy because it wasn't until I cleaned up my thinking, I took a break from alcohol, I became more aware and got more centered that I was even aware of how I was thinking and seeing the whole picture. Prior to that, I wasn't seeing myself clearly and I wasn't seeing the situation that way either. So, and that's why I wasn't manifesting anyone because I was stuck in my subconscious and I just, I really didn't even, I didn't realize how afraid I was of relationships then, Uh, but I was, and that's why I wasn't meeting anyone. In conclusion, it is absolutely necessary for us to live consciously if we want to create the results we desire. Otherwise, we are living from our subconscious mind that has been programmed from birth with thoughts that are not serving us. That means that even though we are not doing it on purpose, we're creating results we do not want that are causing us to suffer. If we can learn to apply the principles of the law of perpetual transmutation of energy and the law of cause and effect along with effective mind management, we can begin to enjoy and create a much more joyful life. If this podcast is really resonating with you and you don't need to hear anything more, then let's set up a time to do a free 60-minute consult so I can give you an idea of what it would be like to work with me around universal laws and learning to manage your mind effectively. I don't care if the problem is that you don't have a man or you hate the man you have. It all works the same. Universal laws apply to every situation and every person without exception. So come on, let's do it and go into 2022 with a different outlook so you can get different results. Go to www.thebrainbs.com and sign up for a free consult. Enough procrastinating, putting it off, not doing it. Let's just do it, okay? I hope you learned something valuable here today. See you next episode in January of 2022. If you like what you heard here today, I would like to ask you to subscribe to the Brain BS Podcast. Give me a review of five and share it with everybody you know. You can also go to my website, www.thebrainbs.com and check out what I'm all about and how I can possibly help you. If you're ready, you can sign up for a free 60-minute consult or join my private Facebook group called The Brain BS Group where we dig into all this stuff a little bit deeper. 
Lastly, always remember, the only thing standing between you and the life you want is your brain BS.